So the meal should be made out of, again, should be made out of tcheles wool. And again, you put it on over your head. The P, the opening of the rosh was in the middle. And then it says, the Pasuk says, There should be a safa. There should be a safa for the piv. In other words, there should be some type of, um, some type of what? A lip, but like a hem. Right? It says, and the Pesach tells us explicitly why. It should have a, a woven edging. Why? Why should it have that? Saviv, all around. Maisa oreg. Properly woven. Kefi sachra. It should be kefi sachra, like the opening of a coat of sachra. Rashi says that's like uh, a coat of, of, of armor. And then, it should be this way, yellow, for the purpose of lo yikareya, so it shouldn't rip. In other words, have a reinforced, right, have a reinforced stitching around the neck so that it doesn't, so that it doesn't tear, so it doesn't come apart. The me'il should be reinforced, a woven edging all around, so that it doesn't rip. Okay, interesting. So let's see. So the Rebbe says, Let's try to connect this to the Avodas Hayom that we're living with these days. Parsha Zachor. Amalek, Zachor is Asher HaSalacha Amalek, Asher Karcha Baderach. Remember what Amalek did to you on the road. When Hashem gives you a break, a respite from all of your enemies all around. Don't forget to eradicate a Malik. Okay. So the Rebbe says, the more Vashemesh asks, Share Matsinu Biswar Makadoshim Shatorahi Nitzchis Venohegas Bachal Aisu Bachal Shah. He's been asking this question a lot in recent parshios. Keeps coming back to this question. The Torah is always relevant. The Torah is not a history book. If the Torah tells me to do something, I have to live with it in my life. Today. So we need to take to heart. So we need to try to understand what is the relevancy of this. What does Milchamas Amalek mean today? What is the relevance of the Me'il to a Jew today? So to answer this, he says, We'll try to touch on a Mishnah that begins with Megillah. Megillah Nikres Biyod Aleph Biyod Beis Biyod Gimel Bidal Bitasvav. The Megillah can be read on the 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th, 15th of Adar. Lo pachos velo yoser, not earlier, and not after, not later. But the problem is, it doesn't say not earlier and not later. It says what? Not less, not more. Vish ledaktik. The hayolo lomar lo kodem velo muuchar. Why doesn't it say not earlier and not later? What is no less, no more? What is alluded to in this notion of lo pachos velo yoser? So the Rebbe tells us, Venira, We know from our teachers, we know from our Jewish books, One of the most important things that we need to be a functional people and to bring Geula is Achtos. If Jews can't get to a place of Echad, then we're not going to be Zochet to recognize the Echad of Hashem, and we're not going to be Zochet to the Bayomahu Yeh Hashem Echad, Ushmo Echad. It's all about Echad. We're trying to get to Echad. And the way we get to Echad is when what? When we start by doing our part, which is being Echad, down below. Loving each other, respecting each other. Achdus. And it's the foot, it's the single pillar, so to speak, the regal Echad, the one leg, 
that the entirety of the Torah stands upon. What's he referring to? The story of Hillel and the Ger, who said, teach me kola Torah kula while standing on one foot. Oh, yeah? Oh, wow, amazing. So what did, what did Hillel say to the Ger? What did he say? Teach you... He didn't say Haftarachimocha, exactly. What did he say? He said the, the inverse of Haftarachimocha. Don't do to someone else what you wouldn't want done to you. Right? Which is even more reasonable than Haftarachimocha. The truth is the Haftarachimocha is not literal. The Ramban, the Ramban tells us that Haftarachimocha is exaggerated. It's not realistic for me to love you like I love myself. It's impossible for any person to do that. What I can do maybe, at the very least, is what, what, is what Hillel told the Ger, which is, what to you is despised, don't do it to someone else. At the very least, you wouldn't want someone to do that to you, so have the decency not to do it to someone else. Okay? But essentially, what Hillel, in summing up the entirety of the Torah, right, you're correct in the sense that what he was saying is, yes, that is, that is everything. That is the pillar upon which everything stands. And going back to what we learned earlier in the week from Rav Leibel Eger, that Purim is very much connected to the Yisod, the foundation. Right? So the foundation, the foundation of a, of a healthy Klal Yisrael and a functional, a functional Jewish people is what? Is Achtas. It's not the be-all and end-all. I also have to keep Shabbos, I also have to wear tefillin, I also have to keep kosher. But as a, as a, as a baseline, right, do I recognize that the Jewish people are essentially what? And there's an explicit verse. The Pasuk tells us that even if, God forbid, the Jewish people are over the Avodah Zarah, if we have peace among ourselves, when we work together, when there's Shalom, when there's Ava, when there's Achva, when there's Achtos, whatever term you want to use, the Satan, the Satan doesn't doesn't instigate against us. What pasuk? What explicit pasuk is he referring to? He quotes a pasuk in Hosea. like it says in Hosea, Chavur Atzabim Ephraim Hanachlo, which Chazal understand to mean that Chabur, that when there's ischabrus, when there's a sense of Chaverim Kol Yisrael, that even when there's Atzabim, Atzabim Kesav Izav Adam, even when there's a Vodet Zara, Hanachlo, leave them alone. In other words, the Satan is told when there's a sense of of Chaverim Kol Yisrael, and there's a sense of Achdus, that even if we have Atzabim, even if we have Avodah so the Satan is told to uh, to leave us alone. That's what the Medrash says on that uh, on that pasuk. So when we have Achdus, even something like Avodah we could sometimes get a pass on. Hashem says, at least at least my children get along with each other. But God forbid when it's the opposite. As the Gemara tells us in Mesechus Yom. Okay? Yeah. Um, it's, that concept keeps, like, just making me think that, like, when we're one, we're opposite, we don't have any room for the subcons to come in necessarily. Like, we're, hey, there's a, so we're like a unit, there's no cracks or anything that's like that. That's good, I like that. But when there's a little bit of Sinachinam or something, or a little bit of Asian, whatever it is, there's some of those cracks that start to form, and the subcons speak up. Very interesting. Very interesting. It's interesting, just going back to the Pasuk, because the Pasuk says that the Me'il, right, that this coat with its reinforced uh, edge, right, is Kefi Sachra. It's like the opening of a coat of chain mail. 
chain mail. What a night wears. Chain mail, it's called. Like little rings, yeah. Now, what's interesting about the comparison of the meal to chain mail, even though it's like this one reinforced piece, right? And like you just said, we're kind of, when we block out the satan by kind of linking arms and like, you know, building a wall. But in the chain mail, right, it's very tightly woven um, individual pieces that are still individual pieces, right? I mean, it's not a solid, right? was made out of a solid block of gold. It wasn't a composite. Chainmail means dafka, a lot of little links that are, you know, linked together, right? But in such a way, in such a way that it doesn't, it doesn't really allow anything to penetrate it, right? So I think there's a very healthy message in that, right? I mean, there's this, there's this deep sense of, of achtus being tightly, right? Tightly woven in such a way that we, you know, that we're able to, that we're able to form a defense against the satan at the same time maintaining our individual identities, I think is a very obviously uh, healthy thing for a Jew to live with. Okay. Okay, let's just read a couple more lines right here, and then we're going to skip to the next paragraph. He says, However, all of the sweetening of Midas Adin is dependent upon this. It's one of our greatest techniques to, to being favorable in the eyes of Hashem. When parents see that their children are fighting, it, it, it makes parents crazy. I just want my kids to get along with each other. So one of the greatest techniques to soften, to sweeten the Midas Adin in the world, and of course Purim, we live this in such a real way. There's such a genuine sense of letting down our guard and taking, you know, giving up our, our differences and just, just loving every random Jew, so to speak, that you bump into on Purim. Ki Ava, he says, is Gematria Echad. We have to recognize the relationship between the word Ava and the word Echad. They're both Gematria 13. When there's Ava, there's oneness. When there's oneness, there's love. Ava is gematria echad. Val Yedeza, he writes, Yecholim hatzadikim laham shech yud gimel tikune dikna al kneses Yisrael mimekor elyon. And through Achtos and Ava, which are both gematria echad, uh, both gematria 13, right? Echad is 13, Ava is 13, we're able to bring down the 13, the yud gimel, what? Midos shel rachim upon klal Yisrael. That's what we want to do. We want to be able to bring down 13 forms of Rachmanis, really rooted in Chesed, 13 forms of Chesed. Let's do a little uh, experiment for a second. What's the Gemachi of 13 times Chesed? What if we could bring down 13 forms of, of Rachme Shemaim upon ourselves? 13 types of Chesed. Yud Gimel Tikune Dikna, which is a Kabbalistic term, but it means the Yud Gimel Midos what if we could bring down 13 types of chesed? What's 13 times chesed? How much? 900 and? I don't think so. 72 times 13. Chesed is 72. 72 times 13. 936. 936. The Mishnah says that Eliyahu is coming to the world and while Eliyahu will have lots of answers to lots of questions, right? Every time the Gemara says Teku, we say Tishbi, Yataritz, Kushos, Rabbis, Eliyahu, Tishbi is going to come answer the questions. But what does the Mishnah tell us? Eliyahu and Avi is coming to the world not to really clarify matters of Isra and Heter. What's Eliyahu coming to the world to do? Eliyahu is the harbinger, he's the one who comes to announce Shalom in the world. That's what Eliyahu is coming to do. Eliyahu is coming to what? Coming to. Not to deal with Tomentara per se, 
right? But to create shalom in the world. Yeah? Yes? Where's that Mishnah? Where's that Mishnah? You know the Mishnah about Eliyahu and Navi? Look at the Mishnah. Where's the Mishnah? The end of Mishnah is Adios. Can someone pull up David? You're good at it. It's fire. Pull up, pull up the last Mishnah Mishnah is Adios. And tell us what it says. I think that's where it is. Let's see. The end of, end of Nizikin. What does it say about Eliyahu over there? Sure. Oh. Okay. Eliel's not coming to, to clarify matters of Tumantara. Yeah. Okay. Okay, fine, keep going. Um, What's the last line? Yeah. That's it. say Eliel is coming. Not for this, not for that. Lasus shalom ba'olam. Eliyahu, nobody's coming to make peace in the world. That's gula, redemption. Eliyahu, that means we're ushering in Mashiach to bring shalom to the world. Okay, so let's let's put this together now. We have a little bit of a puzzle piece here, a, pu- a little 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 puzzle to put together. Right? We have Ava. We said is gematria thirteen. We have Echad is gematria thirteen. When there's Ava, there's Echad. Right? Thirteen means the Yud Gimel Midos Shorachimim. The Yud Gimel Tikunei Dikna. He says. When, when, we, when the Jews are united, we're able to bring down good things to the world. Okay? We said 13 times chesed is 936. So then I told you, let's go look at what Eliel is coming to do in the world. Eliel is coming to make shalom in the world. What's the gematch of the word shalom? 376. 376, right? But what if you use a memsofit? Memsofit is 600. So shalom is 936. So in other words, Shalom, Tzadikim tell us, Shalom is Gematria 13 times Chesed. Because when there's Shalom in the world, then all the Yod Gimel Midos, then all the forms of Chesed are able to descend in the world. Now Purim is very much about creating that Ava and that, and that, and that Achdus. What's the Gematria of Esther? 661. What's the Gematria of Mordechai? 274. What's the Gematria of Esther plus Mordechai? What's about your Esther plus Mordechai? 661 and 274, 935. But you got to be them. You got to put them together, no? They also have to be Echad. You can't have Mordechai and Esther. They can't be two separate things. You need to add one to put them together. Okay, so Mordechai plus Esther is also with the Kolel. Right? Kolel means to put them together. To Kolel them together, Mordechai plus Esther is also 936. In other words, the Avod of Purim is to get to a place of what? Of Achtos. That's Shalachmanos. That's Mikra Begila B'tzibur, Barov Amhadras Melech, that's Matanos Lev Yonim, that's Suda. Every mitzvah is about what? It's about pulling Jews together. That's what we're trying to do. 
And then he says, and again, it's going to get Kabbalistic, so we're going to skip in a second. I'll just read you the words for a second. Then he says that after we tap into the Yud Gimel, which is the Gematria Ava, and Yud Gimel, which is the Gematria Echad, we bring down the Yud Gimel Midos Rachim upon Klai Yisrael, he says, that is, she says, Shuhu Mazla Ilah. This is what we call Mazla Ilah. So he can talk about Mazla. Mazla, he says, is Gematria three times, Gimel Havayos, three times Yud Kevavke. Okay. But Megillah, Megillah is also Gematria Mazla. Jack was telling us before that, like it says in the Zohar, that the time of Lechem is a time of Milchama. Lechem is also Gematria Mazla, three times Yud Kevavke. All right. Something's going on here. Let's 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 skip to the next paragraph. Okay, we're going to skip the, the Kabbalah for now, and we'll jump to Vina Isa B'Medrash. Okay, do you have that as the next paragraph? Good. Vina Isa B'Medrash for Barashi. So now let's get because I want to talk avoda here. We're talking practical avoda of Ava, of Achtas, of Geula, of eradicating Ambalik. Okay, so let's see. So he says Asher Karcha Baderach. What's the Kriras? Asher Karcha. Rashi says it's a lashon of Kriras. It's a lashon of cooling us off. And Rashi gives famously from the Medrash, Mashal Ambati Rosachas. You have a bath that's hot, and a Malik jumps in and it cools off the bath. The Jewish people were red hot in the eyes of the world, coming out of Mitzrayim. The Jewish God was was recognized, and a Malik cooled off, cooled us off. But what did they cool off? What did they cool off? What exactly did they cool off? They cooled off the what? The warmth. We even use that term. When we talk about people, you know, who are who are close to each other, right? That they have a warmth between them. It's a warm environment. It's a friendly environment. We call it a warm environment. It's interesting, though. It's a warm environment. A malik cools off the ava that's supposed to exist with Klal Yisrael. And of course, that Ava is fundamental. That Achtas is fundamental. We need to get to Harsinai, Ki Ishachad, Balevachad. So Amalek is very much trying to undermine that. The Kriras are trying to cool off the, the love that we have for each other. The Jewish people came out of Mitzrayim, right? Biyad Ramah, they were very excited, energized, feeling good, connected, becoming a people, becoming a nation. The Medrash even says that we only got out of Mitzrayim when Jews started helping each other with their workloads. Medrash says, when they started lending shoulder to each other's lashon of the Medrash, if I remember correctly. Right? There was a sense of av and achtas, and Amalek came to undermine that. Amalek causes us to what? To stop loving and respecting each other. How does Amalek do that? Through what did Amalek cool us off? What's the mead of Amalek? Al yidei hisnasos v'gaiva. One of the biggest impediments to respecting or loving another person is that I think that I'm better than him. Gaiva. A malek is the embodiment of gaiva. Haman is gaiva. Haman is such gaiva. Sha'amalek gematria ram. Ram means what? Ram means what the Torah says in Chumash Devarim. Ram, when a person's heart is ram, when your heart becomes elevated... When you think you're a big shot, your heart becomes raised up. You think you're better than everyone else to such a degree that you come to forget God. So Amalek is Gematria Ram. Ram is a code word for what? For Gaiva. 
Grisnasus, right? Gavhus, Gaiva. All these terms that he's using here. Elevating yourself, thinking you're better than someone else. How do I come to love and respect someone else? I see the good in them. That I see myself as low compared to you. I know my shortcomings. I can't deny it because I'm living with myself. I can't pretend I didn't do that Avera this week. I know I did that Avera this week. But my friend, that can be on him. I don't have to assume he did the Avera this week. And I see the goodness of a fellow Jew. I look at someone else and I, and I train my eye to not look down on him, but to look up to him. And in this way you come to love another person and have achtas with that person. But if I think good of myself, if I carry myself as better than... Right? Then, then I start to develop a negative eye towards my friend. And I use that midah of Ram, that midah of Amalek, to come to despise someone else. Okay? Now he goes back into Kabbalah a little bit, but I'll just say like this. He asked the question at the beginning, why does it say, how does Mesechus Megillah begin with the, the reading of the Megillah on Yud Aleph, Yud Beis, Yud Gimel, Yud Aleph, Tazvav, Lo Pachos, Velo Yoser. So his answer is based on, specifically it has to be five days because there's five chasadim and five gvuros and amtakasadinim. He answers based on some very deep things. But I'll just say very pasha like this. Right? You have your aleph, your beis, your gimel, your dalid, and tesvav. Right? Let's say they work together. Let's, work, let, let's let them work together for a second. Yeah? Let's let, the, let's, let the, let's let the five days work together. Again, some days are a little bigger, like the 15th. Some days are a little smaller, like the 11th, just in terms of their number. What if we like, create a little bit of achdas between them, you know? What if we like, redistribute a little bit? Yeah? What's, like, the average, what's the average of these five numbers? Right? So you have 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. If we like, you know, redistribute a little bit, give a little matanas levionam, a little mashlach manos, yeah? If they, if they help each other out a little bit, right? So then the average is what? 13, right? 13. 11 plus 12, 13, 14, 15 is gematria 65. 65 divided by 5 is 13, right? Which is gematria echad, which is gematria ava. In other words, lo pachos velo yoser. I'm not, I'm not less than, and I'm not more than, right? Meaning, how do I look at my fellow Jew? Do I, do I, am I able to really align myself with another person? Or is everyone I assess, oh, that, that person's, right? Oh, this person I see as more than me, but this person's less than me. In the eyes of Hashem, we're all, we're all equal, and we're different. 11 is not 12, 12 is not 13. But when you kind of look at it through the lens of Purim, through the lens of Achtos, right, you come to a place of Echad, you come to a place of Alva, you come to the common denominator, which is what? Where everyone, so to speak, where everyone, so to speak, is, is 13. Everyone is Echad. And everyone shares a sense of Alva. For each other, yeah. Where is the lashon of lo pachos? Uh, Where is the lashon? It's the Mishnah. That's the opening Mishnah of Maseches Megillah. Yeah, yeah. That's the first Mishnah of Maseches Megillah. Megillah Nikres, Biyod Aleph, Biyod Beis, Biyod Gimel, Biyod Dalit, Bitesvav, Lo Pachos, Velo Yoser. Okay. Now, so now let's skip a couple of lines and let's go to where he continues. Be Shom Beir. So now let's come to. 
explain the Pasuk. Where are we? Mishon Beya. Let's go now to the Pasuk. Where does he talk about Zachar? Oh, good. Shin Yod Aleph. Top of page Shin Yod Aleph. Misham Be'era. From there we shall explain the beer of the Pasuk Zachar Sashara Salacha Malik. Sham Mitzvah Zos Shaykh Gam So we asked at the beginning, how is defeating a Malik relevant today? What does it mean? We don't know who a Malik is. What's the Asher Karchavaderech that we're fighting? Remember the Kriris that Amalek caused. Remember the good feelings we had towards each other as we left Mitzrayim together? And remember how quickly Amalek started creating machlokas between us and Hashem, between us and each other. And then what does a Malik cause that Kriris? Like we said, through the haughtiness of a Malik. Shuhu Ram, Gematria Amalik. Right? Ram again means haughty. And therefore, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu finally gives you again a little bit of, you settle into Eretz Yisrael and you have a break from your enemies all around you, the Hainu. After a person defeats whatever his Yitzhahara is, that HaKadosh Baruch is going to help him to defeat, like the Gemara in Sukkah says, if not for Hashem's help, you can't defeat the Yitzhahara. But when that finally happens, and you settle into the Aretz Asher Hashem Begomer, Again, he's saying lofty things. Let's just keep reading for a second. When you finally, when you finally settle into yourself, what do you need to do? You need to erase the zecher from Amalek. He says, what does that mean? Subtract, erase the word Zecher from the word Amalek. Right? We spoke about this once. So the Gematria of Zecher is 227. The Gematria of Amalek is 240. If you remove the Zecher from Amalek, 240 minus 227 is 13. So in other words, what does it mean to fight Amalek today? Amalek caused a Kriras. Amalek caused a coldness in our relationships with each other's, with each other. And that's why Purim is a time where we get close to each other. So by eradicating a malik, what does it mean? Bismana zeh, remove the zecher from a malik, vayishaer me a malik yud gimel, and then you'll be left with the number thirteen, which is gematria ava, which is gematria echad, right? and that's the ultimate goal. That's what we're all striving for. He writes uvezeh yuvan, jumping ahead a couple of lines. Uvezeh yuvan maimer chazal. Now we understand what it means when it says byom ahu yeh Hashem echad u'shmo echad. We want to get to these two types of echad. What are these two types of echad? These two types of echad are what? Right, it's the echad of Ava, echad and Ava, each one is 13. We want to get to that point. Right now, we don't pronounce Hashem's name as it's written. You know why? Because Hashem's name is 26. To be able to say Yurke Vavke, you need to have Achdos, you need to have Ava. And if you don't have Echad, you don't have Ava, if you don't have 13 plus 13, they don't have 26. You can't say Hashem's name the way that it is. What do you have? 
you have the Shem's name the way that we pronounce it. Baruch Ata Ado, Aleph Dalid Nun Yod, which is Gematria 65. So now back to the five days of the Megillah. So the Megillah is trying to help us, right? The process of Purim is trying to help us get to Bayom Hu Ya Hashem Echad Ushmo Echad. I want to get to that point of Achtos, right? With Hashem, with my fellow Jew. And the only way to do that is what? The only way to do that is by eradicating the coldness of a Malik. And to be warm to each other, to be friendly with each other, to be concerned for each other, to be connected to each other, to give a shalach manos to each other, to give a hug to a random Jew on Purim, someone you're not so close with, right? who normally you'd barely say hi to as you shuffle past him in YU. But on Purim, it's a different thing. It's a different thing. One of my favorite parts of Purim, and I hope Chavar will come out, Purim night in the YU gym, it's Kavalnik. Dancing, the singing. It's so, it's so, it's so good. It's so good. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to running around with you on Purim night in the gym. It's Hashem. Yeah. Uh, is it crazy to assume that without this, like, suffering of a Malik right after us leaving Egypt, we wouldn't have had that? Uh, like, we would have been solid, we wouldn't have had that. That's the crap that I was talking about before, because stuff wants to come in and call us to do right. it a day ago. Yeah, there was a there was a there was a, a missing link in, in the coat of armor, you know. And we got back to it by the time we got to Sinai, right? It's Kishachad Balevachad. We're united again, but there was right there was a little bit of a there was a little bit of a breakdown that took place, and you see you see from the fact that right that afterwards this things start to unravel a little bit, it shows that we're not as we're not as strong. And we have to keep working on it. Again, that's what Eliyahu is going to come to the world to announce that uh, we're ready for Shalom. Right? But we have to do our part to create, to create that reality. Okay? All right, let's jump to the next paragraph. Uvezeh Yuvan. You have that? Uvezeh Yuvan Hagamara? Yeah? Uvezeh Yuvan Hagamara the Mesechus Rosh Hashanah. So let's wrap it up because we still haven't touched the mail. We've got to get back to our, our coat. Uvezeh Yuvan Hagamara. The Gemara in Masechus Rosh Hashanah says on the pasuk, "Vahaya kasher yarim Moshe yado begaver Yisrael." When the Jewish people were standing and fighting against Amalek, when the Jewish people were fighting against Amalek, Moshe is standing there with his hands raised high. And when Moshe's hands are up, the Jews win. When Moshe's hands are down, the Jews lose. Ready for a great part? This is beautiful. The, Gemara, the, the Mishnah asks, "Vichi yadov shal Moshe osos melchama oshovros melchama." Moshe's hands up or down are like have these magic powers to win the war, to lose the war. As long as the Jews were looking upward and attaching their hearts to Hashem, then they would win. So we need to understand what does it mean, this Lashon of Mistaklim Klape Mala. Why does it say, as long as the Jews were looking up? Why is it clapping mal? I'd have to use a funny lashon like that. Why not just say, The second part of the Mishnah. As long as the Jews attach their hearts to God, they won the war. What's this Indian of looking up? Because God is up as opposed to down? And furthermore, but too, and furthermore, my You want to tell me it's about looking up towards Hashem? So why does it have, why do Moshe has to raise his hands for us to look up? For us to know that there's Hashem above? Well, what do I need Moshe's hands to, to point in the direction above? When Moshe's hands are up, then we remember there's a God above? When Moshe's hands are down, then we don't? What does that mean? He says a beautiful pshat. 
If you want to describe Moshe Rabbeinu Chever in one word, it's Moshe Rabbeinu's what? It's Moshe Rabbeinu's humility. It's Moshe Rabbeinu's humility. Moshe was what? Was Anav Vishafel Mikol Adam Asher Al Penei Haadama Bamidbar Perikud Beis Pasuk Gimel. If you have to describe Moshe Rabbeinu in one phrase, it's Bamidbar Perikud Beis Pasuk Gimel. Vaish Moshe Anav Maod Mikol Adam Asher Al Penei Haadama. Okay, good. So Vaish Moshe on a mode. Moshe is very humble. How humble is Moshe? How humble is Moshe? He's so humble that he thinks that everyone is better than him. He's more humble than Mikol Ha'adam Asher Al Adama. What's the gematria of Mikol Ha'adam Asher Al Adama? Nine hundred and thirty-six. That's what we're learning today. Nine thirty-six. We said is gematria Shalom. Nine thirty-six is gematria Mordechai and Esther. 9.36 is 13 times chesed, because when a Jew has achdus and ava, we bring down the yudgel midos sharachim. Right? So mikol ha'odam asher al penei adam is gematria 936. It's pretty good. That's what it means. Because when you, when, you, when you think everyone's better than you, right? when you really believe that every Jew has something to teach you, so then you can defeat a malik. So what's with Moshe's hands? We still don't understand. What's with the hands? Look what he says. Moshe Rabbeinu is the ultimate person of what? Of humility, of making shalom. A person who's looking out for Jews. It's his whole life. He dedicated his whole life to caring about Klai Yisrael. And Moshe says, I should be able to bring everyone to love each other the way I love them. Moshe says, I look at every Jew and I respect them because I see myself with humility. I see them as better than me. And I want everyone to have my mida, Moshe says. To see my friend is better than me. To love my friend. So now, says the Pasuk, Ka'asher yarim Moshe es yado. Chavar, what does what what yado mean? If this is your, if this is your yad, this is your what? This is your koch, right? This is your thing. Maise yadov means one's actions. So what, what, what action defines or what character trait is the yad of Moshe, right? What describes Moshe? Humility. So kasher yari Moshe as yado, perish yado ratzalomar kocho. When Moshe what uplifts his mida, in other words, what? When Moshe takes his koach, his madrega, his character, which is the midah of what? Real humility. Not false humility, but real humility. When he gives over that midah of humility to the Jewish people, then what happens? When Moshe takes his hands, and every Jew looks up. What does that mean, I look up? Everyone's better than me. I don't look down on anyone. That's how you defeat a malik. You understand? When you take the adaim of Moshe, when you take the action of Moshe, the character of Moshe, namely real, authentic, avas Yisrael, achdus, and humility, and you take that and what? And you look up. You're always looking up. Right? You see the godliness within that person, as the Pasuk says, when they would look up 
when they're Meshabi Libam to Hashem, when you see the godliness in that person, when you look up to someone else, when you see the goodness of someone else, you genuinely acquire the midah of Moshe Rabbeinu to carry yourself with authentic humility, then you love your fellow Jews, and you defeat the gaiva of Amalek. You defeat the ram, the gaiva, the haughtiness of Amalek. And then then the Jews win. That calls man When a Jew sees the milos of his friend, the qualities of his friend, you hear? In that way, Then they would attach themselves to Hashem in a real way. When there's achdus, there's ava. When there's ava, there's achdus. And then hayim But God forbid, when Moshe's hands were down, when their humility was low. And every Jew was what? Mistacha klape mata. When a Jew looks down on someone else, so then God forbid, then God forbid, chas v'shalom, then, then, then a malik wins. Okay? But now we still have one final step, which is what? So what does any of this have to do with the me'il? What does it have to do with this long dress-like cloak that the Kohen, that the Kohen would wear? Right? The Kohen gadol's me'il. What does it have to do with anything? So the Gemara tells us something very interesting about the meal. Let's go back to our starting point. You're supposed to make a meal to accompany the ephod. Okay. Ah, now we're getting somewhere. What is the thing that leads to sinas chinam? What is the thing that leads to chorban beis what is the thing that is antithetical to Ava and to Achdus? What's the gematria of Lashon Hara? Regular. Regular Lashon Hara. Good old regular Lashon Hara. How much is Lashon? Lashon is 386. No, but you're close. And Hara is 275. So what's 386 plus 275? 661, which is Gematria? Which is Gematria? Esther. Esther 6. What does the Gemara say about Haman? Megillah Dafir Gimel. The Gemara says about Haman, Megillah Dafir Gimel, Leika the Yadalishna Bisha. There was never a bigger Baal Lashon Hara than who? Than Haman. There was no one who knew how to slander people more than Haman. So the world of Haman is the world of Lashon Hara. Esther is Gematria Lashon because she's the antidote to Lashon She's the Zel Umazeh. She's the Kalach against Haman. She's the opposite of the world of Lashon What garment worn by the Kohen Gadol represents anti-Lashon is a Kapara for Lashon The Me'il. The Me'il, the bells at the bottom, that's right. This coat of chain mail. It should have an opening on the top. The Pesach says it's comparable to the armor. Right? Which is made up of again of these little these little links in the chain, attached to each other, connected to each other, right? Working together. So the me'il is mechaper. The me'il is mechaper for lashon hara. Esther knows how to use her speech very carefully. Ain Esther magedes She doesn't she doesn't reveal her secret for a long time. She's a big secret. She's a big secret, Esther. She knows how to keep a secret. Mordechai told her, "Don't tell," and she didn't tell. She knew, how to, she knew when to speak and when not to speak. 
So the me'il is mechaper on lashon hara. And why does a person speak lashon hara? Why would I say such a mean thing, such a hurtful and nasty thing about someone else? The answer is sheba machmas gaiva visnasos, because that's the world of Amalek. I can talk down to someone else. I can speak badly about you. Because of, right? Because of, I'm better than you. I can, I can hate you, and I can say whatever I want about you. That's the world of Amalek. That's the world of Ram. That's the world of haughtiness. The Ephod is mechaper alavodizar. It's called the meil for the Ephod. The Ephod Chazal tells us in the Gemara is mechaper for avodizara. Haman made himself into avodizara. However, that's what happens when you're a Baal Gaiva. You know what the Avodah is? You worship yourself. Think you're the greatest thing in the world. There's no space for anyone else. Sinashinam is the biggest surveyor of all. Sinashinam, which is part and parcel, it's one and the same with Lashon Hara, is the biggest surveyor of all. So when the Kohen Gadol, where is this, what the Torah describes as the Me'il Ephod, it's mechaper al Yisrael on the gaiva of Amalek, and it allows us to re to reunite with each other, to reconnect. So, Chavra, when you make the meal, what does the pasuk say? Make sure that the safa is reinforced. The safa means the edge, the hem, the neckline. Right? It should be have woven edging. But what does that mean? What is safa? What is safa? Your speech should be what? Should be should be tightly woven. Be careful. Be careful what comes out of your mouth. Guard your lips. Guard your mouth. Right? Have a, have a reinforced edging to your safa. In other words, be very careful what comes out of your mouth. What does the Pasuk say? Interesting remez that Tzadik can bring. He brings it here. He says, the Pasuk says, Safa lepiv saviv maasei oreg. It should have a safa lepiv Saviv Maasei Oreg. He says, Lepiv Saviv Maasei Oreg is Rashi Tevos Samach Mem Aleph and Lamid. Do you know what that is? Who knows what that is? It's the name of the Satan. Samach Mem Aleph Lamid is the name of the Satan. Okay? Sam, right? The Sam. Sam means poison. Samach Mem Aleph Lamid. Okay, is the name of the Satan, is the name of the Yitzhar, is the name of the Sitra Acha. So God forbid, if I don't reinforce my lips, then what? Then I become a Baal Hashanah, I enter into the world of Avodah Zarah, of Gaiva, the world of Amalek, the world of Haman, the world of all of that terrible destruction. It's the antithesis of humility. What's the gematria of Samach, Mem, Aleph, Lamud? 131. What's the gematria of Anava? Ayin, Nun, Vav, Hey? 131. Because you're on one team or you're on the other team. You're in the world of Amalek, the world of Ram, the world of Gaiva. Or you're in the world of Anava, you're in the world of Moshe Rabbeinu, the world of humility. You're in the world of Esther, whose gematria equals Lashon because she's the anti-Lashon Or you're in the world of Haman, whose, the Gemara says, there was never a person who spoke Lashon Hara as, as convincingly as Haman. He convinced the whole world to eradicate the Jewish people. He convinced the most powerful king in the world at the time to eradicate his entire his entire Jewish people. Okay? And therefore, what does he say? Look, he concludes, he says, so therefore we need to what? 
We need to eradicate Samach Mem Aleph Lamed. We need to reinforce our speech. We need to reinforce our Avas Yisrael, our Achdas. Kedei Letakin Al Yidei Miul HaEifod Shalavash Kohen Gadol The Lashon Hara in the Sinas Chinam Ulenatzeach Es Amalek To defeat Amalek, which is just another way of saying Samach Mem Aleph Lamed. It's another way to say Samach Mem Aleph Lamed is just call it Amalek. They're all just different names for the same character of negativity of evil. And therefore he says, even though aphod in the Torah is usually spelled without a vav, here it's spelled with a vav. You know why? He says, because the gematria of me'il plus aphod is one more than a malik. If you want to defeat a malik, you have to understand the, the secret of the me'il aphod. Me'il is 150, aphod is 91. It's one more than a malik. If you want to rise above a malik, you have to understand the secret of the meal ephod. And Jordan, he helps me to understand it better by, by, by right? The achtas, again, the Torah describes it as, as, as chain mail, as a coat of armor, of little links tightly, tightly connected to, to keep the bad guy out, to keep the enemy out, to keep the arrows that are being shot at this, you know, at this, uh, at this soldier, to protect him with his coat of armor. Right? That lo yikareya, that it shouldn't rip, that there shouldn't be a, a breach in, in, in the in the achdus of Klali. So that's what we're trying to as we're trying to achieve on on Purim. Okay, so it's a gavaldic piece. It's a gavaldic piece. All right, I guess we should stop here for today. For for now, and more of a shemesh. We have to we have to look at his Purim Torahs also at some point. So maybe Sunday we'll look at his Purim Torahs a little bit. I have to figure it out maybe Monday. We have to figure it out. He has some beautiful things to say about Purim. About the relevancy of Purim in our times. He says some really amazing stuff about Purim. Alright, but we'll save that. We'll save that for uh, we still have time. We still have a little bit of time. In here? He puts it after it's after Kisisa. He has his section he calls the Rimze Purim. Purim illusions. It's not, it's not just for Muslim, but it's, uh, it's Drush, Drush and Purim. It says a lot of interesting things. Alright, we should be zeichat to love each other. Chavar, we should be zeichat to love each other. Timcha zeichar malik. Take the zeichar of a malik and you'll have av and you'll have echad. Vayomahu yashem echad ushmo echad.